All right. Welcome back to Big B's Sports Talk Podcast. This is Brian Hanley. Okay. Well, good topics coming in uh, through the website, through email. And want to kind of venture into this one. Uh, talk about coaching. Does coaching matter? Does coaching matter? First, the you know, I'm going to start this off by the best coach that I ever had, Bob Hanley. I mean, that kind of goes without saying. Bob Hanley, I mean, greatest coach on the face of the earth. Yes, that was my dad. <laughs> so, yes, I'm biased. But to me, he was. I mean, he taught me, you know, how to how to play certain things. He never coached me in football, but he coached me in basketball. He taught me. He wasn't a yeller, at least not to me. You know, when I went to go see him coach high school, I mean, he used to get after those kids. But he was a teacher. He used to teach them what to do. I mean, he got his point across, don't get me wrong, but versus trying to humiliate, you know. And there's a huge difference. There's certain coaches that want to try to humiliate you and I think that's because they can't teach you how to do it. So then they yell and scream when you make a mistake versus yelling and screaming while teaching you what to do. Huge difference. Huge difference. But So that's my best coach. Um, having said that, I mean, I've had some great – Mike Broughton was – I mean, he was my high school basketball coach. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that if it does get better than that. It just simply just doesn't. Um, but does coaching matter? Does coaching matter? Well, there's a lot to unpack with that. I mean, there are layers. I mean, it's like an onion. You just peel it and peel it and peel it. But it does and it doesn't. And we're going to take a look at where it matters and where it doesn't matter. Now, the first place, or where I should say where we can start and say that it does matter is in basketball coaching matters at the lower levels you know at, at the top levels of the NBA it's more can out of bounds plays in the game can you score on an out of bounds play and at end of, end of games situations what can you do that's where coaching matters that's where coaching matters yeah, rotations and, and figuring out your rotations, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, minutes and stamina, all that kind of stuff kind of plays into that. Just strictly X's and O's. X's and O's. On professional level in basketball, in the NBA, that's where it matters. Uh, but other than that, I mean, guys are up going up and down the court. They're calling out plays. But it's more just a, an execution type of thing. And can a guy make a shot in the NBA? Can a guy get his own shot and make a shot? Where the athletes are the same, can you make a shot? Well, there's no coaching involved in that. You know, you're not coaching whether a guy can make or, or, or miss. That's not coaching. Okay? Drop it down to the college level in basketball, and we'll we'll unpack Different sports. You drop that down to college, well, in college, it becomes a little bit more, it's different. Let's just say it's different. Because at every college, to me personally, 
seventy percent of it is can you get the players? Can you get the players? Now you can say, well, Brian, now what's that got to do with X's and O's? Well, in college, coaching is recruiting. You're going to spend more time recruiting than you do coaching. And that's in football, basketball, whatever. But now getting to the X's and O's of college basketball, it can be different. The reason I say that is because in college basketball, you're going to have teams that have the Joes and you're going to have teams that do not. But as we see in NCAA March Madness every year, (laughs) there's a team that does not have the Joes that ends up in the Elite Eight (laughs) every single year. There's teams that do not have the guys that can go. Somehow they make it to the Elite Eight. Coaching. And what I mean by that is they are part of a system and run a system just extremely well, efficient. And they make shots, but they run it extremely efficient. And they're able to win. Because in the college level, while you're going to have some teams that are superior athletically, they're still college kids. They're still college kids. And emotionally and mentally, they aren't developed, you know, to adulthood. And you can take advantage of that as a coach, an opposing coach. You can take advantage of guys not being, you know, mature enough to handle a tough situation, to handle adversity. That's part of it. That's why I go back to my coach, Coach Broughton. He talked to us about handling adversity when I was a freshman. He was hammering it in. Adversity, adversity, adversity. Because there's going to come a time when the shots aren't falling. What do you do? Well, you got to dig in defensively. You know, you got to get up and down the court, get some easy baskets, you know, rebound the ball. Stuff like that. Handling the adversity. Well, as some people don't handle that as well at 18, 19 years old versus a 21, 22-year-old. And that's what another thing that you'll always see in college is usually that team that doesn't have the Joes but ends up in the Elite Eight, they're a team of seniors. You know, they got four seniors and two juniors and, you know, they're older, more mature. So coaching matters. Now, again, recruiting, but on the X's and O's part, you can have a coach and you can run excellent plays. Let me break it down this way. I don't want to ramble. I apologize. Let me break it down this way. Here, 2021, I got a lot of friends that are university or IU fans, Indiana University fans, thousands of friends that are, which is fine. I don't personally like IU. Uh, and I take great pleasure in them losing games. <laughs> I do because I see them struggle. But that's just a rivalry. You know, I, I'm a U of L fan, so it is what it is. Their problem has never, and they've struggled at whether they want to admit it or not. IU hadn't been irrelevant in 20 years. You can talk, well, we were in the, the, the final game. And again, 
and that was in what 2000 IU hasn't been relevant in 20 years and don't talk to me about what IU is or was I'm talking about right now but either way the problem hasn't been them getting players they've always had players if they didn't have a coach that could coach X's and O's like, okay, you can have the talent, but if you can't coach them, you can't win. And guess what? They didn't win. And I'm not I'll just show you that I'm not just picking on IU. Again, we're in 2021. Louisville, Chris Mack is not the guy. Now, I don't want to be mean and rude and, and compare him to Rick Patino because that's not fair. Having said that, Rick Pitino can coach basketball. Chris Mack is horrible in late-game situations. He's the worst I've seen at this level. The worst that I've seen. Again, I may be spoiled because Rick Pitino was my coach, so I may be spoiled. But he is just horrific in late-game situations. That's coaching. That's coaching. Got to be better. Got to be better. So coaching at the the college level, again, 70% of it recruiting. But when it comes down to brass tacks and can you coach X's and O's and can you get guys an open shot here, uh, you got to be able to do it. It matters in college because, again, when you have a team of older guys that can do it versus a younger team, the coaching is going to matter. It's going to matter. NBA, not so much. We're talking late-game situations. And the reason that you know is because, you know, you talk about, well, there are these great coaches that won all these games. And, you know, Phil Jackson. And I'm not saying Phil Jackson wasn't a great coach. But Phil Jackson didn't win anything without great players. I mean, in the the greatest of players. Not just he had a couple of guys, you know, he like a Charles Barkley or Patrick Ewing. He didn't have that. He had Michael Jordan, Kobe, <laughs> Shaq. You know, he won with those guys. You know. So, and again, I'm not taking away from what he brings to the table, but at the same time, NBA... It's players. It's a players league. College coaching. Now you break it down to high school. I mean, high school. It, high school becomes difficult because it's so much of. I mean, if you've got a program that you've got better players, you're going to win nine times out of ten. There's going to be some upsets from time to time, and I get that. But. Nine times out of ten, if you have the players, especially in high school football, and a lot of times you have a high school program that just churns them out and just year after year after year, the coaches can change, but the, the, the program just continues to roll and roll and roll. So that's different. That's different. You know, especially high school football programs like that, I mean, it just once you get it rolling – I mean, it's hard to stop that avalanche. It is hard to stop that avalanche. High school basketball, if you've got the guys, you're going to win nine times out of ten. 
That's just the way it works. Just the way it works. Now, let's talk NFL football. Now, NFL football is different because when you get into coaching football, again, and you're at the highest level and you've got the top players in the world, you got to be able to come up, okay, every play isn't designed or every play isn't going to score a touchdown, but can we get nine yards when we need seven and a half? Can we get 11 yards when we need 10? Let's design a play here. Can we get one yard when we need a foot? Let's design this. So how does it work? Coaching comes into play in football. Designs of plays, designs of defensive plays, all of that comes into play. Because when you're pushing and banging guys around and stuff like that, you have to be able to come up with a design. We're going to run here. You know we're going to run here. But we're going to design it. We're going to block down. We're going to pull a guard. We're going to bring the fullback over there. We're going to run here and get this yard. Or we're going to spread you out. And we're going to flood this one side of the zone with receivers. But on the back side, we're going to have one guy. He's going to run a slant. And we're going to get this 10 yards over here. Or we're going to flood the zone over here. And we're going to confuse you enough to where one guy's going to run free. That's coaching. That's putting in schemes. That's coaching. Designing of plays. In football, I believe coaching matters the most. The most. Especially in professional football. In professional football, coaching matters. Coaching matters. Because you you pick up on tendencies. And I'm not saying the other sports you don't. But basketball is much more free-flowing. And you may say, well, a guy likes to go to his right. He likes to go to his left. But if you take that away, does he have a counter? Where in football, I, I can make you do something. No matter what, I can make you. And the play only lasts, you know, four seconds. You know, basketball, you're up and down. This play lasts four seconds. I can make you do this. I can make you get out of this play. Or I can make you shift. If I line up at an offense and I can make the defense shift. Or in a defense, I can make the offense audible. And it's a chess match. That's why you have to have a good quarterback to see all of that. So coaching matters in football. The most in professional football, I believe it's the it matters the most in professional football. The coaching matters. It matters. You got to be able to design stuff to win. You, I mean, you got to be able to design stuff to win because. Again, it's a physical, physical game. And you got to be, I mean, and you know, when push comes to shove, guys are just as strong. You got to be able to have something where a guy can get free. A guy can get a yard. A guy can get open. You have to make that design all the time. Over and over and over again. Where again, basketball, free-flowing game. Guys get tired. I mean, they get tired in football too. But guys get tired, you know, basketball running up and down. Hey, I may make this cut because I want to make this cut. 
I see something, I may want to do that. It's totally different. Basketball players are way more controlled than in football. And it's designed that way. Which is okay. I believe it's okay. But in, co- in, in professional football, the coaching matters. In college football, the, again, the coaching matters. Now, again, I believe in college football, the aspect, it goes up when it comes to recruiting. It goes up. Because in college football, I think it's 75, 78% recruiting. Because, again, you get the players, you're going to win. The Alabamas and the Clemsons and the Ohio States, back in the day, Miami, Florida State. Heck, my school, Kansas State. When we had players, and when you have players, you win. Well, that's recruiting. And that's part of coaching. People take that and they don't really dive into that aspect of it enough. Recruiting is coaching. Getting guys and now again, you got to have facilities. You got to have you got to win. You got to have you know the people. I guess the availability to play, the opportunity to play right away, and you have to have things that guys want. But getting them to your campus is on you as a coach. Fundraising, all that stuff. That's a separate aspect. X's and O's don't matter as much in college because if you get the players, you're going to win. Now, I'm not saying the X's and O's don't matter. I'm saying they don't matter near as much as in professional football. Not near as much. Not even close. Not even close. High school... Again, I mentioned it earlier. You get an avalanche going at a high school program, and thirty year you'll look up thirty years from now they've won sixteen state titles. <laughs> I mean, so it, it just if you can get a program going, then you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. It's it's about getting the community involved, getting the players, getting everybody involved at your school. You can do that. You'll be okay. And it'll just start going, and you can win. You can win. Now, baseball is a little different. Baseball is a lot of analytics, and we'll get into an analytics podcast you know, down the road. But it's a lot of analytics. And what I mean by that is it's situational. It's a lot of situational stuff. Okay, we're in the sixth inning. Our starters had it. I got to bring in a a reliever. They got a lefty up. And he just bashes left-handed pitchers, though. Well, the lefty-lefty matchup is always a good matchup for a pitcher, but you got this guy that's left-handed that's up, and he just bashes left-handed pitching. So what do you do? Do you chance it or do you not? Now, here's again, baseball, failing more than you succeed is a good thing because if you succeed 30% of the time, you are awesome in baseball. 
there, and that's just the case. Three out of ten. If you can hit the ball, get a base hit, three out of ten times, you're considered awesome. So then you got to take that chance. You got to look. Okay, what's he hit? What's he do? What's he done against this guy in particular? Baseball is all situational, and you got to have the and the analytics have to be there. You have to have a manager that buys into that because I believe baseball is all analytics these days. It may have always been. Again, we'll get into that in a different t- podcast. But having said that, baseball is all. It's a numbers game. All numbers, which again, analytics. So you have to figure out, okay, well, if I take this chance, what's coming up behind him? Do I want to ruin this left-handed arm because right now, or do I want to wait because the three guys hitting behind him are terrible at hitting lefties? So do you hold off and you bring in something else? It's always that that trickery that. In baseball, it's just it's all situational stuff. Do you run a squeeze play here? Do you let the guy hit? Do you walk a guy? I think baseball, and this is just my personal opinion, is right behind football as far as does coaching matter. It might be here. If football is here, it might be right there. Because, again, all of that that I mentioned is part of winning, part of putting it together, part of figuring out every situation. Just like in football, every play is a different situation. Baseball, the same way. Basketball is not. And you can say, well, Brian, they're going up and down the court in basketball. But the difference is it's free-flowing. It's not stopped action all the time. In baseball, there's a stop after every pitch. In football, after every play. Basketball, they're not stopping, so it's free-flowing. Coaching won't matter as much, and this does. I mean, heck, a lot of places or a lot of times the manager calls every pitch. Now, in professional, you usually want to have a good catcher that understands who their pitcher is, and they do that. That doesn't always happen. Doesn't always happen. Especially at the college level. College level, it's never that way. The, not for the people that I've spoken with. It's never that way. Managers always are calling pitch managers and pitching coaches. Things they're always calling it. So, coaching in a, uh, overall, I believe coaching matters. Depending on the sport, some matters more than others, but coaching matters. Has to matter. Has to matter. Otherwise, they wouldn't pay them as much as they do. <laughs> Has to matter. But then you look, who's getting paid the most? Baseball, I believe, would get paid more if it was more popular. I mean, because they coach a lot of games in baseball. My goodness. Situation after situation over and over and over again. If it was more popular and brought in more money, they would be getting paid more, for sure, for sure. So, in my opinion, like I said, professional football coaches right below the major league, even below that, I've got college football, college basketball, NBA coaches at the bottom of the barrel there. 
NBA coaches at the bottom. And it's not that I'm disrespecting them and say they don't do it. I'm just saying as far as the aspect of all of it together, they're the least valuable. Because like I said, end of game situations, you need a coach. Got the ball out under your bucket, trying to get a basket. You need to play. You need a coach. Other than that, it's free-flowing. Free-flowing. We're getting up and down, up and down. Interesting. This was an interesting one. Had a little, little dive deep in this one. I had to do some a little bit more research to find out some of my college buddies that played baseball and find out a little, little research on that. That was fun talking to them about it. So thank you guys for tuning in again. Uh, come check out the website. We got still got a lot going on. Got blogs there. Got podcasts. Going to come out with other podcasts. The website again is www.kooladesports.com. That's Kool-Aid with a C. C-O-O-L-A-I-D sports.com. Come check us out. Uh, check out the podcast anywhere that you get podcasts. Big B Sports Talk Podcast. We're out there doing well. Thanks to you guys. I appreciate it. Uh, Have a good one.